The sixth largest pyramid in the world is in Memphis, Tennessee, and it's a Bass Pro Shop. This is Simple Joe for Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. seen this thing it, it's it's map it's m- massive it's really big uh, i drove by it one time on the expressway when i was uh with with a uh with a friend of mine and uh, we were doing some work down in memphis and he showed it to me and said hey that's going to be a fast pro shops <laughs> and it's a, this huge pyramid unbelievable unbelievable it used to be called like the great american pyramid or something like that but it's really there in memphis tennessee the sixth largest pyramid in the world how about that? It's a Bass Pro Shop. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I am glad we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Diamond Bar, California, a story where we bring back the woolly mammoth, and much, much more. For my friends in or near Diamond Bar, California, you saw a hot day today, 100 degrees for the high and 70 degrees for the low, full-on sunshine. Another hot one tomorrow. We don't break 100, but 98 and 68 for your low and high. Full on sunshine. And Thursday, 89 and 63. Cool down there in Diamond Bar, but full on sunshine. So 198 and 89, but sunny all three days. Thank you so much for listening, Diamond Bar, California. I certainly appreciate you, and I am so grateful you're there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we saw thunderstorms today and thunderstorms tonight. Uh, 76 for the high and a low of 63 tomorrow, more rain, 67 and 49, a little chilly tomorrow, Thursday, full on sunshine. No, partly sunny. Excuse me. Partly sunny. So a little clouds there in the picture Thursday, partly sunny skies, 66 and 46. So we got some mild weather here over the next few days, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's going to rain, but Thursday, we're going to get some sunshine with 66 and 46 pool weather is almost gone. Isn't it? H.G. Wells, the author of uh, World, uh, War of the Worlds and the Time Machine, was uh, born today in 1866. Many, uh, many consider him the author of the founder, the grandfather, or the whatever, the founder of science fiction. Chuck Jones was born today in 1912. You may not know who Chuck Jones is, but watch a couple Daffy Duck cartoons or Bugs Bunny cartoons or Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner. He drew those guys. He was an animator on those on that work uh, for Warner Brothers. Um, I, what was it called? The um, uh, Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes, right? Look to the very end. You'll see a little Chuck Jones there at the end. Larry Hagman from uh, Dallas was born today. And also he was in I Dream of Gene. Do you remember who shot JR? Well, that was Larry Hagman. Died in 1930, excuse me, born today in 1931, died in 2012. The great Leonard Cohen was born today in 1934. Of course, probably best known for his song, Hallelujah. Died in, uh, born in 1934, died in 2016. Jack Briscoe, great professional wrestler, wrestler, uh, NWA world heavyweight champion, was born today in 1941. We lost Jack Briscoe. In 2010, Jerry Bruckheimer, the film and television producer, was born today in 1943. And Stephen King, uh, great sci-fi and horror author, author, The Shining, Cujo, Misery, Carrie, Maximum Overdrive. In fact, the, the scariest commercial I've ever seen 
probably in my life that really unsettled me. If you've ever seen a picture of uh, a photo of Stephen King, or you know what Stephen King looks like, he's he's an unsettling looking character. Let's just leave, let's just leave it at that. By the way, Stephen King was born today in 1947. I don't know if I said the year, but anyway, he did this commercial for maximum overdrive a movie called maximum overdrive and the movie wasn't great but man the commercial was good uh he basically comes i don't this isn't word for word look look it up on youtube stephen king maximum overdrive so stephen king comes out and they say show clips from the film maximum overdrive and stephen king starts talking about it's talking about the movie and says i'm here to tell you about a new movie maximum overdrive and they start they start showing clips and then there's another close-up of Stephen King pointing his finger at the, at the camera saying, I'm going to scare the hell out of you. And man, did I shudder? <laughs> did I shudder? Look it up. Stephen King maximum overdrive commercial. It's on YouTube. I'm sure, but that's a great commercial to this day. I don't, I can't, I can't forget that commercial just still, still gives me the shutter shutters him. Uh, Stephen King, looking at the camera, pointing his finger with that scary looking face, man, frightened me on the other end of the spectrum. Funny man himself, Bill Murray was born today in 1950, loved him and loved him in stripes. Of course, uh, Caddyshack is rolling Caddyshack, but my, my favorite role of Bill Murray was the camp counselor in meatballs. I love that film meatballs. I, that may have been Bill Murray's first movie, but I loved it. Bill Murray, born today in 1950. Uh, big home run hitter for the Detroit Tigers. Cecil Fielder was born today in 1963. Country singer Faith Hill was born today in 1967. I met, I met Faith Hill a couple times before she hit it big and married Tim McGraw. She, uh, she did a couple small concerts here locally in Cincinnati and very small. I mean, probably just a couple hundred people were there. Yeah, born today in 1967. And Ricky Lake, the talk show host and actress from Hairspray, was born today in 1968. Today is National Pecan Cookie Day. Like pecan cookies. National New York Day. If you're in New York, happy National New York Day. Now, I don't know if that's the city or the state or both. Let's assume it's the state. If you live in New York or you know somebody in New York or you just like New York, happy New York Day. Happy National IT Professionals Day. You don't get the respect you deserve. That's for sure. International Day of Peace. That's a good one. World Alzheimer's Day. I guess you're looking after uh, Alzheimer's and recognizing Alzheimer's. It's a subject near and dear to my heart. As you know, I've talked about it a couple times. My family had Alzheimer's and my dad had it and I think his dad had it. Uh, so, yeah, it's something I'm very interested in. I watch watch for the news on cures and treatments and so forth and try to do everything I can to keep my mind sharp. It's something that concerns me. I'll be very honest with you. Today is World Alzheimer's Day and World Gratitude Day. And you know, World Gratitude Day. And you know what? I am grateful for you. I really am. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Well, looky here. New bioscience company raises $15 million to revive the woolly mammoth. Boasting a, this comes from iHeartRadio.com, actually. Boasting a whopping $15 million in funding. A newly formed bioscience company hopes to bring the woolly mammoth back from extinction. Dubbed Colossal, the organization is reportedly spearheaded by technology entrepreneur Bedden Lamb 
and Harvard geneticist George Church. The first stage of the ambitious project will be centered around producing a hybrid creature of sorts compromised of Asian elephant DNA that has been infused with woolly mammoth genes that are responsible for the animal's iconic hairy coat and bodily characteristics that allow it to withstand freezing temperatures. My reading's not very natural tonight, is it? Hope you're getting the story. Ultimately, Church explained, our goal is to make a cold-resistant elephant, but it is going to look and behave like a mammoth. Stuff like this just intrigues me. We have the technology. We have the technology to clone this woolly mammoth and bring that creature back from extinction. 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 Woo! We have the technology. We have the technology to do many things that we have to think to ourselves. Um, can we do it? And should we do it? It may be right, but should we? I think that's even a quote from Jurassic Park. Um, Jeff Goldblum's character says that. It's not a matter. I think he says it's not a matter of whether or not we can. It's a matter of whether or not we should. And there's lots of things about that, especially in this in this subject of cloning. I, I see no harm in bringing back the woolly mammoth. I see no harm in it whatsoever. If we have the technology, uh, I think it would be pretty cool. But there are subjects that are that this can expand to that we really have to think about. How do you feel about cloning? Would you want a pet cloned? Let's say you're, you have a dog for a long time and you have the ability to clone a clone a dog that genetically is an exact duplicate of a pet that you've lost or are about to lose but you can you can create an exact duplicate of that pet would that be okay and what's what's the difference in that and creating a woolly mammoth that's an interesting question is it would would you want to bring a pet back to life i think there's something about the when it, when you have a relationship with something that changes the game, uh, I'm not sure I'd want a pet brought back to life because that's part of the life cycle, right? That's part of the life experience is to experience the joy of life and the loss of life. I think that's important to life's experience when it's a pet. Mm, would you want a pet cloned? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's part of the journey of life. Here's a deeper question. What if there was a way to implant your identity and your personality into a clone of you? Would you want to be cloned? Hmm. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. There's just, just things I think about. I, I, somehow I think it's perfectly okay to, to clone this woolly mammoth and bring it back to life and bring back the extinct a species of the woolly mammoth back to life. But what about a pet? What about yourself? Wow. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that when you, when you have a relationship with something like a pet, uh, I think it, that, that life cycle of, of, of living and loving and losing, that's important to the human experience. And, there's a part of me that would feel like we would lose our humanity if we could just clone our pets. I mean, it could get deep. I mean, we, you, you know where this could go. I mean, this could go way off, you know, into 
places that we probably don't even want to think about or talk about, but the technology is here and it's, it's going to be a subject that we have to face. What if there was a way to implant your identity or your personality into a clone of you? Hmm. Something to think about. Let's leave that thought right there and wrap up the show. I, uh, I liked, I didn't mean to get too deep because I think this is a really cool story. I think it's a really neat idea about cloning, uh, an extinct, uh, an extinct, um, woolly mammoth and bringing that species back to life. But where does it stop? Right. Where does it stop? I think this is cool. I'm going to watch this story and let look at, look up this company, this colossal, see if it's a, if it's a company or maybe it's something that you can invest in or whatever, but this is really cool. This is a, I think this is a cool story, but it does open up some questions, doesn't it? It does open up some questions. Again, let's stop right there for the second time. Let's wrap it up right there. Uh, you know, the reason I do the show every single day is because I love talking to you. I do. I love talking to you because you show up and you listen every day. And that means so much to me. And you can help me become a better podcaster because that's the second reason I do the show. It's actually the original reason I started the show to become better at podcasting. Uh, and I still, I, I do the show primarily to practice every day because I've committed to practicing every single day. And it means a lot to me that you are here. And if you want to give me feedback, I would love to hear from you. I love hearing from you every week. Those of you who reach out to me just to say hi, or uh, give me some feedback or whatever it might be. That means a lot to me. As I say a lot, it put, it's put, puts gas in my tank. And if you like listening to the show, share it on social media. I'd certainly appreciate it if you did that and use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend. That means a lot to me as well. Remember, memories are better than stuff. I hope you're making great memories. And if you're not making great memories, go find the people that love you and the people you love and make a plan this weekend just to do something that'll create a memory with your kids or with your wife or with your parents or with whoever, with a complete stranger. Give them something to talk about. Give them something to remember. Because rem remember, memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.